see, we finally have intro music. Thanks, yeah. James. Also, thank you, Zapper and Sons. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Say, did this become an ASMR podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it again. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Texas Podcast Massacre. I'm your host, Hank Rodriguez, alongside James Dean. What's up, what's up, Dirty Derek. Boop, Ew. <laughs> I did that. And, and meow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Golden Commando if you That's get right. that reference. Get the reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a uh, San Antonio's uh, number one horror podcast. Uh, asterisk, right. asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Texas number one horror podcast, asterisk, asterisk. And in the world. I'm just claiming it. Asterisk, asterisk. That's right. uh, so, uh, welcome Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? Good. Good. Uh, mind. <laughs> You're all, mm, I'm okay. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. Hey, so I, I I was watching some trailers yesterday. There's this horrible movie coming out. It's like a direct ripoff of uh, Rear Window again. Mm-hmm. Another one? Um, oh. Yeah, exactly. I, what's it called? Uh, girl in the Apartment, the Woman in the Apartment or whatever. It looks... Yeah. Have you seen it? I have, I have not. You know, actually, a movie I did like that was a ripoff of... Uh, Rear window though, but I thought it was the good. Shia LaBeouf yeah, one. Uh, Disturbia, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it's it's it's, it's good. Uh-huh. I like I like the guy next door. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Morrison, the actor. That's all I got now. But, oh, wait, wait, girl in the apartment. Isn't that the CM Punk one? No, no. What is no? Is that's some... that's the girl on the third floor. Or something. Yeah, that's it. I was like, yeah. goddamn, that's like. Okay. Or woman in the uh, in the um, woman in the attic. Ladies in the, the apartment. Bag, shit. Oh yeah, uh, David Morris. He oh yeah, dude, plays, great. yeah, he's yeah he's a great actor. Yep, yes, I like he, is. he definitely plays a really uh, really good creepy creepy dude. Get the exact um, name on there. Yeah, I'll probably won't be able to find it in time. Um, oh yeah, uh, the women in the window. I think it's called maybe. Oh, I like is that the, the one with Amy, Amy, Ad- Amy Adams? Movie. Yes, that's what it's called. I didn't watch the preview for that, but I did hear about it. Yeah, um, is it a rear window ripoff? Uh, agoraphobic woman living alone in New York begins spying on her neighbors only to witness a disturbing act of violence. So, yeah. short of being like pretty similar. In, injured, yeah, she's not a cripple, but she's. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's, this. It's got uh, Gary Oldman and Jennifer Jason Leigh though. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Hey. Amy Adams is fucking maybe the uh, amazing. maybe the girl in the window is uh, <laughs> secretly Jennifer Jason Leigh, and it's from a sequel to Single White Female. Exactly. <laughs> it's just called the s- Single White Single Woman in the Window. That's oh, right. Man. Not so Single White Female. Yeah. Julian Moore? Yeah, it's got some. Oh, I think it's got some good people in here. There's uh, another horror movie that was out that just came out uh, the other day. Cats. Me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, that that one of our uh, resident co-hosts is excited that's, to go see. I'm, get, uh, I'm giving. I'm putting my finger on my nose and being like, "That's the not it." <laughs> not it. Um, <laughs> Two of us have said not it, ladies all, and gentlemen. All I can say is kitten mittens. Kitten mittens, and Wait. someone does have love cats tattooed on their hands. <laughs> Unashamedly, <laughs> I, I like cats too. It makes me feel any better. I like cats too. Not the movie. I, like cats. I digress. I, what? Uh, I felt really sad the other day. It was a, a sad note, but it's a horror podcast. So I said, I was driving down the road, and then I, I looked. You ever like look to the side of the road, and then you see like Run some kill? Girl? Yeah, and it makes me sad. It was a, it was a kitty. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really appreciate that story, Derek. <laughs> no, I, just, I was saying that, you know, it makes me sad. That's how much I love cats. Pet cemetery, man. Come on. Then come back. Ah, I'm sorry. Look, I'm back around. I don't want to be buried in, no in pet a pet cemetery. If I come back like Clancy Brown from number two, fuck yeah, bury me in the pet cemetery. That guy was awesome. Clancy Brown, guys. Clancy yeah. fucking Brown. Clancy Brown's the best part of that movie. Clancy Brown's <laughs> the best part of every movie, yeah. guys. <laughs> Kurgan. Hey, what did Joe watch? Watched so much. So much. Ah, uh, God. Um, oh, I went last last time. You can go first. Um, I watched a ton. Like, I think I mentioned it if you listen to our other podcast. I watched a lot of, like, movies that kind of are also on the border. Um, one movie I wanted to talk about was the fucking Hellboy remake. Okay, or let's talk whatever. About I've seen that. Whatever you want to say. Reboot. The reboot. Um, Reimaging. Was it a great movie? Fuck no. But I actually uh-huh. really kind of liked it. I don't know, like I, I did. People gave him shit for not being Ron Perlman, but yeah. I think David Harbour did a really. I think good David Harbour was great. I actually thought that he looked more like Hellboy. Well, honestly. this kind of goes back and forth because Hellboy in the comics has that weird bald bushido samurai haircut, um, which in this one he had like the hair down, which I thought well, cool. I actually just like the cooler, honestly. But um, the all the monster designs were fucking bitching. 
So the no spoilers, but at the end of the movie, when all those like uh, demons or whatever get called, yeah. they are so unique looking, so unlike any other fucking movie. And it's funny because I heard people say that oh, it's kind of like a rip off of uh, or they're trying to do a. Um, Guillermo del Toro. I'm like, they look cooler than Guillermo del Toro's oh, monsters. way better. Well, number one, uh, the Hellboy that Guillermo del Toro did with mm-hmm. PG-13. Yeah. So it wasn't R. This mm-hmm. was an R-rated one. Um, the opening scene is badass. Dude, like, the, all this, did Mexico yep, that's what I'm saying. With fighting the, the vampire. The, which is based off of one of the comics, too. Yeah. But the, the vampire... The ogre the ogre scene was fucking, fucking amazing. Amazing. The, the ogre hunt. Um, Baba Yaga was oh, so creepy, creepy and creepy. perfect. I really enjoyed not it. Not John Wick. I'm just going to tell you right now. Not John Wick if you're expecting that. <laughs> no, yeah. no Keanu Reeves in this movie whatsoever. Don't go watch the it for that. ugliest titties in film history. <laughs> yes, I know some floppy old titties. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's crazy. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's a terrible movie. I mean, the, the dialogue is really stiff and, you know, it's not that. But yeah. I thought the monster fights were amazing. Yeah. It Way better than... Oh, even even the, uh, the other girl uh, that's in the movie... It's kind of sidekick that when she mm. conjures up the spirit, she literally vomits out the spirit. Which, out and of, it's all the ecto. Yeah, and it's very creepy and like yeah. it looks like basically like if her like it was it looks like it's attached to like her intestine exactly coming out of her mouth and it's like the spirit like the spirit of your dead father. I really liked it. I thought um Ian, uh and yeah I mean and then Ian Shane is uh is that his name Ian yeah. Shane Shane anyways yeah. fuck I love him anyways he's yeah. uh the tight the leopard guy yep. Yeah. And then yeah, and then like the whole thing was cool. Um, okay. wow. I actually really liked it, man. I I think I'd probably watch that more than I'd watch the original. I, I do really like the Golden Army of I, those two. I definitely think the Golden Army is the better of the. I, you know, well, I was really sad too because uh, not giving too much away. The I love the ending. They find Abe Sapien. Yeah, like which I think is awesome. I just don't know if it'll ever get another. It will never. It will never get yeah. another one, which nope. sucks because I think Abe Sapien's awesome and he could bring back. I will say that he did. Gilmore Zero. Na- I mean, that dude loves these fishmen, yeah. but uh, yeah, he I did hate, nail Abe Sapien. Yeah. And the, uh, it's like, wait a minute, Shape of the Water is the Abe yeah. Sapien love story, yeah. <laughs> um, which is pretty much what it is. Yeah, but, but yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I thought that, that's a really good one. Actually, yeah. was there another one you went? Is another one you saw? I thought you said you... Uh, there was a few. There. Well, I did, again, so I watched, uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, uh, I watched um, The World of the Worlds, which I, again, I think is actually a much better movie than people give credit for, but it when I, as soon as I was done, I was like, I need to rewatch The Mist. Now, let me say, we all have those like times when we, we have an experience in the theater that's like defining or something that was like really like fun. Um, I remember the first time I saw Pieces on my birthday um, with a, with an audience, but I got to see the black and white version of The Mist Ooh. in the Egyptian theater in Hollywood. I didn't even know there was a black and white version. Yeah, that's what before. Oh my god, oh, it's crazy. amazing! Um, it just adds something to it. One thing is, I think The Mist is one of those rare films that's almost perfect. The one area where it's really flawed is the really bad CGI. Um, I think of anything, that movie deserves a special edition to clean up the, especially everything with the tentacles. I think the larger scale creatures in it um, don't aren't as jarring, but like when the tentacles come in, it's, it looks like a fucking video game. It's really bad. But something about when it's in black and white makes it look a little bit, but it, dude, it feels like an old like sci-fi movie. Um, Thomas Jane, I think is fucking incredible. Obviously... I think it has the best ending in modern cinema history. It's tragically... um, It's heartbreaking the way it should be. Um... Uh, better I'm, than the. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm so dumb, and I literally was just trying to like see who else was in that in the mist to jog my memory. Mm. I spent like just a minute here typing the fucking mist wrong. I was spelling out the Y. God, <laughs> no, it's not the video game. So dumb. <laughs> Anyways, but sorry. yeah, but yeah, um, I mean the whole cast is great. Um, yeah. Oh, Mark. Yeah, I was I was gonna say uh, Marcia Gay Harden. She's as the uh, religious fanatic. Nick, uh, Will Sadler, one of the most hater, hateable yeah. villains in cinema history. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh. Jeffrey Demun and uh, and who is it? Uh, Laurie Holden, who are also yep. from The Walking Dead. Yep, uh, first season. Yep, and I mean Frank Darabont directed it, so um, uh, which makes sense because yeah. he was the original producer for uh, Walking Dead. Um, I love the movie though. It's it's. I think it's. I I want to save it for another part. I do think it's. I think Frank Darabont is a fucking genius. I mean Shawshank Redemption for fuck's sake. Uh, I I don't think anybody should ever adapt. Stephen King, unless it's Frank Darabont. Um, (laughs) 
But um, everything about it works. I think, and I love. I mean, as a as a giant nerd and as an artist, the fact that the character is based off of Drew Struzan, the most legendary film poster artist of all time, who did the original Star Wars posters, the amazing Indiana Jones posters, um, the greatest. He's basically playing like Tom Jane is basically kind of playing Drew Struzan. In fact, and you, if you look at his at the beginning of the movie, you see his like art studio. He's doing the painting of the thing that legendary famous. You know, like the the dude in like the silhouette with his arms out and all the blue. Anyways, he's doing that painting. Anyways, but I love it. Tom Jane is great in it. Um, the whole concept of like you have to protect yours, and then like, and I actually have a giant crush on. And I'm, I, you just said her name, and I'm blanking on the actress. Marcia Gayard. No, no, no. Um, Laurie Holden. Uh, Laurie Holden. Yeah. Uh, uh, the older lady with the gray hair. What's her name? Not Laurie Holden. Um, uh, good lord. God. Um, Francis just destroying me. That can't be it. Shut up. What? Shut up. Francis Sternhagen. Oh, not that old lady, you idiots. Um, he said the old lady with the white hair. That's the first one I looked up. Like, I'm like, dang, it's like that BC she's not. Uh, she's actually not old. She just has gray hair. That BC boy saw her, man, Boom and Granny. Oh, oh uh, Melissa McBride. Is Mo- yes. Yeah, thank also you. the Walking Dead. Yeah, there's a lot of Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, that makes but sense. But dude, I think yeah. there's something. I don't know why she's so. I find her so attractive. But, like, you know, like, not spoilers, spoiler. Like, nobody wants to help her in the beginning of the movie. We talked about take the movie chance. before he came. It's also got the Shermanator in it too. Yeah, like the first ep- <laughs> like the first or second episode, I think we did. What? We talked about the mist here before, so he can did spoil we? it. No, 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 it was before you came. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um but like, you know, nobody wants to help her in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. She has her daughter. Even Tom Jane, whose character's like, look, he and again, he has to do his right. He has to protect his own son. Like he has somebody to worry about, but nobody wants to take a chance to protect her. And of course she goes off and then she comes back in the end of the movie and she's still alive. And it's like it's just so heartbreaking because you're like, you know, if like you had taken a chance to risk your life to help somebody else, like it's just this whole weird like the whole ending would have yeah, occurred. Yeah, um, but it's just great. It's just a fu- it's it's a yeah. perfect movie except for the really awful CGI in, in moments. The movie itself is fucking un it's unbeatable. Would you have done it? What the ending? I would have probably done. I mean, if you have your own kid, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're if you're a father, I don't know if I could. Have. You you have, your first thing is you have to take care of them. So I understand his decision. Oh, you mean would I have like? Yeah. Uh, yes, I th- probably I would have. Probably would have gone out fighting. I would have. Yes. I would. I would have done it. Well, but, if I, but that's they're going to die either way. But just imagine, picture your child being sucked up by a monster. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> that's what you wanted to go? No, but at the same lines too. I don't. I don't know if I. I just don't. I mean, I guess it's very different, you know, as a parent, like when you're in that situation. Oh, God, it's such a brutal. Yeah. That, it's so good. Yeah. And it, just, it just, I mean, it would spin your wheels because, like, it's like, are, can you, what if you survive and that happens? Like, yeah. Thomas Jane's character is like, would I feel better about him being sucked up by a giant monster in the sky knowing that's how he met his death versus by my hands and I live? Like, well, that's the thing is that it's that hollow click sound of the revolver. That's the most heartbreaking, gut wrenching. Sound and ugh, it's well, awful. It's not even that. It's just the fact that like okay, he he's out of bullets, mm-hmm. and then the cavalry. Well, I'm saying like, yeah. but I'm saying knowing that, like yeah. hearing that sound, where, like yeah. your kids are dead, you have to live there, yeah. and then now watch. Yeah. Pop, anyway, so well, his wife's dead too. I mean, that's the thing. Is like yeah, it, it's just that's yeah. It's it hard, it's brutal, hard it's not to watch. It's hard to watch the end of that movie as as a parent. Yeah. And be like, like. And the thing is, what's so funny is I have so many friends who are like diehard horror fans that hate the ending. I'm like, God, that's the most tragic. It's a perfect. Yeah, it's, like, it's a horror ending. movie. It's yeah. like it, it's, it has a horrifying. I mean, it's ending. literally like the the epitome of twist. Like yeah. for sure, because oh. you think they're all just gonna kill themselves in the car. Especially because like yeah. like I'm not even saying like if you had to know the short story that it was based off of, but just knowing Stephen King, that's not a Stephen King ending. Stephen King's endings are a little bit more hopeful than that usually, even, yeah. or even if they're a little bit more. Uh, pessimistic they're not that brutal so for it to go there was really surprising um it's just a fun dude it's so good so fucked up <laughs> um, <laughs> what pisses me off to, to this day though is that i feel like that movie should, should have been called the fog <laughs> and or the other one should be called the, the mist, mist. I know, that is bothering. true yeah, yeah. that is a fog it's the mist coming off the ocean it's fine it's fine it's, it's all good but, but yes yeah, the better of the two yeah. definitely 
And I love, I mean, I do love The Fog. I love The Fog, but I love, I mean, I mean, I love them both. It's fine. But having said that, I watched that, and then I watched, um, I, like I said, it was the, uh, oh, I watched, you know what I actually rewatched was Ichi the Killer. Oh, all right. And then there's a, there's actually a prequel to it, which sets up, which is actually with the, com- I'm not, let's, you know, I'm going to save that, whole, I'm going to save this whole episode, but there's actually the, you know, the, the, the you've seen Ichi the Killer. Yeah. You know the, the perverted super killer that he's hunting? Yeah. Has no movie. <gasps> Alright. Not as good as a movie. It's not a Takahashi Miki movie, but it's bananas. Okay. You have to let me know what that is, and then yeah. we're, we're, we're going we're to find it out. We should talk about Ichi the Killer, though. We the, should. Yeah, we totally should, because that's such a great movie. But now, let's talk about... So, I, I also watched a Thomas J. movie, um, and I watched Deep Blue Sea. So, I was on a... I mentioned before, I was on a creature feature kick. I started off with Anaconda, which I... Just personally, I love that movie. I think it's great. How you ever got, as I watch this movie, I'm looking at the cast going like, how you ever got Owen Wilson, J-Lo, and Eric Schultz in a movie and made Eric Schultz the love interest? And Ice Cube. And Ice Cube. Yeah. Yes. And for him, it was a, not a good day. Um, <laughs> well, today was not a good today day. Today was not a good day. Well, it was for him because he survived. Um yeah, giant snakes are scary. I, I will say this: the CGI it does it does not age well. No. Like it is it's terrible. Um, but it's still a fun movie to watch. Uh, I mentioned John Boyd's uh, accent. Is, weird I, accent. I don't even know like Peruvian. Like I was like, you French Canadian? Like I have no idea who <laughs> the fuck you are. Right. But yeah, but it was this whole. Uh, Anything you get a big snake. I mean, snakes are creepy. Giant anacondas are creepy, and the fact that they exist, and I think yeah. that's the other part of it too, is like there are. Huge anacondas huge. out there. Like people catch them all the time in Florida. It's like it's like game sport down there. Yeah. Um, it's another reason like you'll never catch me in the Everglades. Like <laughs> fucking alligators and anacondas. Like, Even though the Everglades, like I, my whole life, I don't know if it's like all the uh, like missing in action, not missing in action, in the uh, um, invasion USA and then the swamp thing. And I just want to ride one on the bayou in one of those like fan boats. Yeah. Do you ever want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Like in a denim shirt with no sleeves and like yeah, and a trucker hat, the trucker hat. Eating lizards. <laughs> Eating right. lizard, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been to, I mean, to, Gator, I've been to Gatorland in Florida. I said, um, I need to go. In, Ga- Not, in Gators. Uh, funny you say that. I was going to ask you all a question. Yeah. Anaconda or Lake Placid? Which Ooh. which one wins uh, in a fight? Oh, Ooh. Lake Placid. Yeah, Lake Placid, totally. Is, yeah, Lake yeah. Placid was great. And Betty White in it was great. But, um, I mean, I, I definitely think, like, yeah. Anaconda is, like... I Have you know. seen alligator? I mean, snakes take out alligators. Oh, that's true. That's insane. That's true. Here's what they should make a movie about: is fucking hippopotamuses. That's all I'm Ooh. saying. Those things are vicious motherfuckers. Like, well, they're not that they're vicious because they're they vegetarian, but they're they, the most dangerous animal in they Africa. Are. They laugh. Their their sign of aggression is laughter. They're laughing <laughs> at you before they grab you and do the death roll. The thing is, like in Africa, that's like the, that's one of the like top like. It's the number one number, r- number one killer of people yeah. in Africa. It's like well, because people first in the riverbed, they get the jaws because the tensile jaw strength of a, of a hippo. Oh, Except, yeah. So there, there's two things that make them so deadly. Number one is that they're like a thousand pounds, but they're very quick. Mm-hmm. They're surprisingly fast, both swimming and on, the, yeah, on land. So even if they just hit you at full force, they can kill you. But they're vegetarians, but they're they have so much power in their jaws that they just bite you defensively and they crush you. Yeah, yeah. And then, but they are the most cutest. Ever. If you're not dead. Then they just fucking do the death roll with you, like just like a fucking alligator. These things are just vicious. Like my my kids joke around all the time. They have, yeah, they're adorable. I literally have a, a cute little purple one at my desk that's a cord protector, and I'm like so adorable. But you would eat me yeah. in a heartbeat. Well, they won't I, eat. I mean, again, they get scared. They get protective of their young, and so they attack because they're like, oh, I don't know, get out of here. Like, <laughs> no, you don't like, do that. It's, it's, <laughs> they're, they're literally the uh, wildlife helicopter parrot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. That's protective mamas. That's, that's my purse. That's my purse. I, I don't know you. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I watched Anaconda. Um, Good times. I should have watched Lake Placid because I love that. And then I watched, I watched. Uh, so I, I, I text you about it. I sent you a message. I watched on Amazon. I watched Camel Spiders. Yeah, I'd never uh, even heard of with, it. With uh, C. Thomas Howell. I know. Um, it, was, I it, it was bad. It was, it was just, uh, but it was fun bad. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it was better. I thought a couple of the people were like, you probably, I think you've been in porn before. <laughs> like the lieutenant, it's got the guy from Charmed who played the, uh, the white lighter Leo, I don't forget his name. Uh, Brian Cruz or Kraus. Um, yeah, C. Thomas Howell was great though as a sheriff. He had a fucking mustache and looked all skeezy like. <laughs> it's like a long way from Soul Man and the Hitcher. Um, 
He well, yeah, some these giant giant spiders that like just attack this like small town. They just tear the fuck out of people. Um, there's some like I'm surprised. Like there's big ass spiders. I love big ass spiders. Big ass spiders is great. What was the one with um, eight legged freaks? Eight legged freaks. Got him. Was so great. good. Dougie Doug's in that. Yeah, Dougie <laughs> Doug. Dougie Doug's great. He's a conspiracy theorist. Um, yeah, about the mind. That's a great movie too. Um, yeah, big ass spider is another a really great one. Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia. Um, but yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Two things I love about Deep Blue Sea, keep you guessing. Number one, it's got Samuel Jackson in it. Always. Or number two, shortly. You, you think he makes it halfway through the movie? Yeah. But that's a great part. Is like that movie does not give a fuck because if every awesome. other Samuel Jackson movie, he's given this. The best part is like when he's given the speech, speech. and he's like, "We're not gonna fight with each other. We're gonna get." Through I'm getting this. tired of these motherfucking sharks. That's right. And literally, and, and as, as Thomas Jane's like, "You shouldn't stand that close." And, he, and he's still like, he's so big. I'm gonna give him the speech. A shark just comes out. That's great. Bites him, and then the other shark grabs the other half of him and makes a wishbone uh, out of him. But the other part is, it also like they kill off the main woman, and I was like. That doesn't happen very often, you know. But at the very end, she's herself as bait, and Thomas Jane can't get to her. And, I'm, and LL Cool J's in that one, yeah. so I'm gonna knock you out. His uh, his uh, his his death speech is awesome. At the end, he's like, "Now, how to make the perfect omelet?" And then it ends. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, and he's I just like, "Yeah, take me back to the ghetto." <laughs> but yeah, that's that was a good one too. I tried watching a movie called The Hive um, about killer ants, and it was terrible. I don't even know. These were like ants that had like the ability to like. It's about this island that every year they get this like swarm of ants that come and they're like death ants. They kill a baby like in the first like two minutes of the movie. The mother gets eaten by the ants and they're coming towards a baby and you think like there's no way they're gonna kill the baby. I don't wanna kill the baby. Um, but I was like that's bold. But yeah, there's just no explanation like where they come from or why they're like can telepathically link with other ants and then they form these ant swarms. Of like literally that float in the air and they're like hive ants. Oh my god! And they land on you and they like just eat you alive. It's got uh, Tom Wom Tom Womack in it. Um, he plays this just this crazy. But it's about this uh, exterminator company that goes down there every year, like eliminates. But they have these like blaster guns and like you blast them and it just disintegrates all the ants. <laughs> But like, I just don't know. It's like, it, it's just totally fucked. Like the hive? I, I kind of want to see this. The hive. It, I couldn't finish it. Like I really couldn't. I got, I I like we got to be close to the end. And I still like forty minutes, minutes left. I hate I'm, like, that. I'm like no, I can't watch this. So I may go back and watch it. But yeah, it's called a hive. I think it was. It's free on um, it's free on Vudu. If you want to watch it, you don't have to pay anything for it. So it goes to a really bad cool. movie. Um, yeah, they they find the the hive and the and the hive of ants take a hostage. It's it's so bad. They like wrap around this girl, but they're not going to eat her. You have to go back and tell people stop killing ants. Like it's 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 bananas. It really is bad. Shit Death crazy. is uh, their picnic. But I love it. The hive. I am really excited. I also started um, rewatching The Grudge. In preparation, Which the, the Americanized okay. version. Yeah, well, the new no, one's out already, right? No, it comes out on the third. third. It comes out next week. Mm. But I'm excited to watch it because it's Sam Raimi and it's R-rated. Yep, and uh, I'll watch it. Yeah, so that, I think it's going to be good. But I was like, I'll brush myself up on some. some Did you ever see the Juan? Like, what was that one that came in Japan? It was like Juan versus. Oh, uh, uh, it's basically the Grudge versus the Ring. Yeah, yeah, did you see that? I did not see that one. I want to see it just because it's such a weird, crazy yeah. concept. But like, like the Japanese versions is like fight each other. Yeah, it's weird. What if you get cursed with both? Like, who did they have to battle? Maybe that's what it is. Person like, in order to like get away from the the Grudge, they watch the Ring. <laughs> just let the other girl like battle. Hey, which one do you want? My soul, last man standing or last girl standing? Um, yeah, I mean the Grudge is the Americanized versions. I like the Japanese version better, but the Americanized version is pretty. Pretty fucked up. Um, I was really hoping, you know, my one of my favorite Japanese like horror movies is Battle Royale. Oh, love it! Fucking love it, man! I, I really so wish they somebody had like. I wish I could fit into my Battle Royale T-shirt. Uh, my favorite T-shirts for a long time. I, I love Battle Royale. I can't. The book. I'm not, I don't say this often. The book yeah. was amazing. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean the thing is like. So, the thing I liked about Battle, the first Battle Royale movie. Um, was that like you have like it, like there's still like in the like the second one 
they're kids, but they're wearing like military outfits. And you're like, well, I'm just is there a part two? Yeah, I never watched part two. And they're wearing like military outfits, and you're like, it's it's funnier or more impactful when they're wearing like school uniforms. Yes, yeah, because it just hits home. Like, yeah, I know they're still kids in like the sequel, but have them dress like. Anyways. But I love that movie. It's, it's yeah. dark as shit. Um, I just hate that it expanded, like expanded to like the U.S. to do yeah. some crappy, crappy remakes or like not remakes, but like in- inspiration movies. Oh, there's been, yeah, yeah. Like I was just trying the to like, like I mean, the Hunger like Games. Like Hunger yeah. Games, yeah. yeah. Stupid book. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen. Fuck you. Yeah. Should have died. Honestly, should just let your sister go. Honestly. <laughs> I was gonna say it. I forgot. Anyways, Battle Royale, great movie. Yeah, Battle Royale. I, I really hope they at some point do like a remake to that. I would love to see a modernized with like a modernized version with with practical effects. I would say, oh, yeah. I mean, what a U.S. version too. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that, it's such ahead of its time. Yeah. It really was. What did we say? Like oh eight, oh seven, maybe. So good. Yeah, it was. So it was good. great. But yeah, it was. It was a week. I, I watched a ton of stuff. I rewatched a bunch of stuff too. But the like the newer stuff, just really loved. I love a good creature feature, though. Honestly, like mm. I love a good. Spy- uh, Spider actually is uh, one that creeps me out the most. There's a movie called Itsy Bitsy. That, oh, uh, yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good. And I haven't watched it yet, but I think I may check it out. That trailer is creepy as shit, yeah. Giant spiders just are fucking creepy yep. anyways. I don't like spiders. Um, just, and, I, and I've said this before, like my affinity for fucking hating roaches mm-hmm. is like goes beyond... And uh, and of course in Texas you just there you find them every day and everywhere and uh, so last night I was, was like the down walking down our dark hallway uh, to the bathroom and I saw something on the floor <laughs> like by my daughter's room she was at a friend's house and I turned on the light and sure enough it's a roach so I'm like oh, shut up. I gotta shut the light off so it doesn't scurry I get my foot ready and uh, it's like fucking Lord of the Dance I turn back I'm like it's dumb and of course like I miss everything runs into my daughter's room and like. Runs under her closet. I fling over the closet door. Like, everybody else in the house is like, what is going on? And I'm like, trying to like step on this thing. I'm like, stepping on her shorts. I'm like, obviously yelling upset. He's like, fuck you. I'm like, I'm making stop. And then like, I, move, I move the shorts and like, it's, it's there, but it's not dead yet. So I'm just like, squishing into oblivion. Like, Lord of the Dance going on at the oh, end of my man. hallway. And like, so- my son come running out. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, fucking killing a roach. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. That, that's how, that's how I, I got over my fear of uh, roaches. I lived in a very old old home, like from the early 1900s, and so there was like nick, like cracks in in like you know, where you could like for the AC unit where yeah. like it was easily for bugs to come in. Uh, I was asleep one one night, and I was married, uh, and that, that's important. <laughs> uh, just I was laying down, and I, and I felt like a tickle on my hand. And I uh, thought it was my wife trying to, like, I don't know, cuddle or, you know, make yeah. a move. <laughs> Unfortunately, it wasn't neither. Uh, but it was a roach. And I, I realized it was a roach because I felt how big it was. And I just, I hated roaches. Yeah. I just, like, crunched it up in my hand. Oh. And I threw it. And I threw it down the hallway. And I was like, that dude's still alive. And I was barefoot. And I did the same thing you did. I just, like, jackhammered jackhammered my leg up and just squished it. I was so pissed. It's like, how dare you get good, in my hand at night? Get in day. Yeah, I've had that since I moved here. I've had that where I must, like, half asleep on the couch and I feel something on my neck and it's a rope. And oh, the roaches here are insane. They're like monsters. It, they are. They're just, I can't see it. Like, literally, like, sometimes I wake up at night, like, and you know, you're, like, the half asleep and you, like, see things at the corner of your eye. Like, and I'm just, like, I, like, so I'm, like, looking around, like, where are you fucking... You know, where you see one, it's in your brain. Like, you automatically, everything's out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. Um, they more just throw you than anything, but it's just like they're fast. Yeah. So fast. Um, so, yeah. And this has been the Texas Cockroach Massacre. Cockroach, yeah. <laughs> okay, can I, can I take a moment real quick and sure. share something with you? Yeah. yeah. So, I had this idea for a movie that my friends all... Uh, anyways. So, I had this idea for this movie, which... Hold on one second. Um... So, anyways, I had this idea for this movie. Uh, I, I w- it was at the time effectively called The Nest. I already know there's a horror movie called The Nest, but bear with me for a second. So, the whole story is like this kid. I very it was a weird esoteric story, but this kid goes to college, uh, finds out that all of his his financial aid didn't go through. There was like some error with his financial aid, so he's forced to find some place to live, and he finds like the shittiest shithole apartment. So he moves there, and the very first night he moves there, like he's like, trying to move in. And down the hallway from where he's going to live, the cops are there. And, like, he can see there's, like, police tape on, the, like, every other door down the hallway. 
And he's like, what's happening? And the, the, you know, the, the manager's like, well, whatever. And moves in. Anyways, we're not going to go into the whole story. But what ends up happening is the people are getting viciously murdered in this uh, uh, hotel. In this, like, shit, shitty slumlord apartment. Um, and uh, it's going to be this kid's turn the next night. So what he does is he, he ends up uh, going, like, going into the apartment of the old lady that died the night before. Um, and hiding out in her apartment watching. And it turns out that there's... Like you see, like, like, like uh, the air conditioning vent move, and then like a painting move, and it was just these three rat brothers, and they all like look different versions of rats. One of them like has like a Winnie the Pooh situation going on because he's got like a little t-shirt but no pants, and you see his little rat dick, and little, <laughs> like they're different, different, they're different, they're, they're different kinds of human rats. Like one looks more shirt tucking it. Anyways, oh man. So so what ends up happening? The, the thing is like the slumlord. There's the world's biggest sewer. He falls in love with his the world's biggest sewer rat in his basement, and he fucks it and ends up getting pregnant with his his sons. Who, so the, so the so the, the the rat boys are the progeny of the of, of a sl- slum lord in his. Giant, but he falls in love with a sewer rat. Yeah, and he, got and he makes sweet sweet love to it. He got big old rat titties. He got big old rat titties. Right. Big old milky rat titties. And uh, anyway, so. So now this dude has to like fight off these killer man-eating rat men. And you know who Reggie Bannister is? Who? Reggie Bannister from Phantasm. Yeah. I want him to play the janitor in this place, who's the only one that knows about it. Who's also like an ex-Navy SEAL, like like war vet guy, who's a badass psychopath. Anyways, like Bruce Dern's character from The Burbs. Like very much like Bruce Dern from The Burbs. Yeah. Um, I originally was like, I just sort of like. I was like maybe Bruce Campbell. This was before Bruce Campbell became like as beloved as he is. But because this, I had this movie like like when I was like twenty, which was decades ago. Anyways, but so I had this idea, and like all my friends were like you're weird, and I was like I think this movie would be great. Anyway, yeah, you know, it, it would. I, I would. I would totally watch that. I would watch um, it. I would. And it, it kind of reminds me of a little bit like a like a wrong turn instead of uh, hillbillies. It's it's M- mutant sewer mutant rat men. Sewer, and the, rat the, men. the the most fucked up part of this story was that the like, like what Splinter would really look like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine so much anyways, the smell down there? But the impetus for the story was down that I had three where? friends. I had three friends who all kind of looked like rats to me. <laughs> uh, they all have like rat like features, and Good I was like, friend. and so in my head, I was like. I sort of pictured them as these like little rat dudes eating people <laughs> with, their, with, with, with their little rat nits. Oh, <laughs> little rat dicks. <laughs> yeah, love That's that. Like, well, maybe 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 one of the the taller, lankier one could be like he could have like a, a Jared Leto, <laughs> and he's like the hey pop, now. he's like the poppy. He's like the big brother rat. Exactly. He's swinging a big old hammer. He's got these giant like lice on it. Don't I mean don't underestimate rodents. That's all I gotta say. Uh, one time I was at Petco and I was uh, picking up like I was waiting for my dog to get her nails trimmed and I was uh, walking through and you know like you look at the you just look at the pets like uh, sometimes I look at the lizards and stuff like that and there was like a gerbil there. This guy had this gerbil had like big old balls, big huge balls, and he was gnawing on his dick and I'm like. <laughs> And I was like, that's yes. the most terrified thing I've ever seen. Yes. Why would you ever, like, who would ever buy that? That thing just chewed off its own penis. Yes. <laughs> and I guess it does that. Yep. But I was like, you had these just big old, big old oh, hamster balls. So I, I was just chewing he, on his hamster dick. And he, I was you'll like, go see them in, like, the, they're, they're asleep, like, <laughs> like, sometimes they're asleep on top of each other. And they'll have, like, the balls just laying yeah. on their fucking face. I was like, man, I mean, like, I, you know, like, good for, good for you, rat. But, like... <laughs> You're chewing off your own dick, so yeah, maybe like maybe that could be part of it too. I'm putting in the old mental, mental locker. I'm signing up for this crazy train. That's all I gotta say. Let's make it. I'll we film should, it. Yeah, we'll sort of go find me and uh, we'll, sir, yeah, I'm what, down. What would you call it? Like I said, my original thing was the net nest because you know, like a rat's nest. Yeah. It's like a slumlord. Or maybe you just call it a rat's nest. But I want to give it away. I don't want to <laughs> give it away. Like with this, the maybe, trick of it. Maybe you just call it the slumlord. Rat dick. Yeah. Maybe you just call it the slums. Splinter. Uh, we'll come, we'll come that, there, is, there is one in a movie called Splinter. Mm. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with ninjas yeah. or... No. Yeah. Or, or, or Splinters. Um, hey, hey do we have a top five? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> we can make. Hey, we can tie it into what our top five we're talking about is, which is found footage. Yeah, that's right. So maybe it could be a found footage film. None of y'all included Blair Witch, did y'all? No, I did not include Blair Witch. I thought you were going to. I wonder. No. I know I'm sure my first one you talked about, because we. I think it was one of the first things when we met, we started talking about 
Anyways, we'll talk about that in a second. Well, now, now I'm interested. You called me in, called me intrigued of what you put for your... Should I go first then? Yeah, go first. What was your number five? So, so my number five uh, was Cannibal Holocaust. Did not put that on oh, there. Oh, interesting. Because I figured you would put that okay, on there. there and uh, I I strayed a little bit from uh, some of the typical found footage. So Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my thing is it it's the granddaddy of all of them, which is funny because I've, I've heard people, even knowledgeable people say like, oh, well, Blair Witch is like created the you know the genre and is the greatest of the genre and I was like well it reinvented the genre or kind of re like reinvigorated it but Campbell Holocaust was people thought it was actual actual like a snuff movie yeah, and like the guy had to bring the actors into court to yeah. prove that it truly wasn't a snuff film. And to this day like it's, everything with the animals is really hard to watch. Yeah. Like um but to, it's one of the most The older I get the softer I get when it comes to like seeing animals. Yeah, same. People are fine. Yeah, like, fuck people 100%. Are fucking hate people. Yeah. <laughs> people deserve it. Don't be, don't be but that. yeah, at the end of the day, it. like, you know, for those that haven't seen it, it's uh, this like faux documentary about this like film, uh, film crew that goes to film this like cannibalistic tribe of people um, who is actually actual real tribe of, you know, yeah. of indigenous people. Um, and through you know the the filmmakers themselves become sort of unscrupulous and want to start creating more drama and anyways but the movie is hard to watch even to this day it's mm-hmm. like actually really upsetting it's got i mean i was even tell, tell, telling somebody recently I mean, the name of the movie is called cannibal holocaust that if that's not the most in two the two worst just, words ever i mean right. that's the greatest most like in like in yet yeah, controversial yeah like that controversial is a great word but like i was just called like Cannibal Nazis. From yeah, hell. just God, Cannibal Holocaust. What a, that sounds like a movie either you really want to see or you really don't want to see. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, even as a kid, I remember the first time I watched it. it. It kind of fucked me up a little bit. For a while, I thought it was a real. I thought it was a, a lot real, of people, yeah. a real movie. Yeah. Just I mean, because that's what it really was advertised as is really promoting. And then I mean, there was a whole whole plethora of like Mondo. Like there's a whole bunch of like Italian filmmakers doing the exact same thing, <laughs> but Cannibal Holocaust was like. You know, like the uh, Citizen Kane of uh, the Cannibal the films of the time. Um, it's true. Um, but yeah, it's a great movie and definitely like it is everything that you can. It's it's everything that you can do. I mean, outside of animal murder, it's everything that works about found, a found footage film. <coughs> so my number five was actually Creep. That's on my list. I, I, I thought it would be. Um but I still put it down there anyways. That's a movie that also like really messed my mind a little bit yep. watching it. Um, if anybody has a seat, it's about a guy that hires a videographer and basically he's uh, he tells the videographer that he's dying and he wants to make like a video diary for his kid, like super like heartfelt, like, oh, this is, this is great. Um, and kind of as you go through and the videographer is going through, you realize like this is not like what is intended to be. Like this guy is not right. Um, in the head yeah. but it's just and just the ending is just bananas um, which is great but yeah, he becomes obsessed with his videographer and um, you know distinct feeling that this guy is very much a, uh, a killer yeah. um, and has been doing this for a long time um, but I think what creeped me out about most of it is like realistically when you think of like people like on Craigslist yeah. right um, and put ads out there for um, for services like that you never know who you're gonna get um, at the end of the day, you could have some fucking weirdo yep. who will murder you in your sleep. Yep. It's happened. It's literally happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, there was a Craigslist, Craigslist killer. killer. Yep. Um, so you never know who you're going to get on those type of ads. Yep. So I feel like it's legitimately realistic that you could run into that situation. Maybe not in the, the detail that you would get in the movie. Yeah. But still, for a found footage film, I thought I thought it was really creepy. Um I, part of the reason we mentioned like the Blair Witch, like surprise, it didn't end up there. This is not my favorite found footage movie, and I should really I like I like it to a degree. I would have liked it way better if the killers at the end were the two guys. I think it is. That would be great if they ever did like a uh, return to the Blair Witch or something like that, where it's just these two guys hanging out in the woods and they're just like killing people. Can can I just add yeah, something on there? I disagree with that, but I, I see where you're going. But I disagree <laughs> myself. Okay, like she had, they have all this time that when that when, uh, what's the name Joni or uh, forgot her name the girl, yeah. um, she's walking into the house and like and and you know uh, one guy's in the corner mm-hmm. and then 
There's just not enough time for a go. You know what I mean? There's just well, one guy disappears partway through the movie. Yeah, and you just don't know where. I I always thought like it would have been great if it was like the two of them. It happens. And that's what I think would be the scary part is like how many times have you read stories about or watched stories where people their friends draw them out to the woods just solely for the purpose of murdering them. Yeah. And I was like, what if it was like a, she was like kind of seeing one of them, but then like sort of seeing the other guy and it was like a love triangle thing and they both decide like, hey, we're going to get rid of the rid of this girl once and for all I bring her in the woods. And um, I mean, I thought the whole idea of the Blair Witch. Um, but it was open-ended yeah. too, though. Yeah, that's what I liked. I liked the fact that it was a ghost, evil spirit, urban legend movie, but don't, you never see anything you just see those parts of the legend, like you said, he's in the corner, like that. It it, and then you know you never hear from him again. I like that aspect of it. I like that it was like a ghost story without seeing a ghost, or it was like, and that was ambiguous enough that it could be. You don't know what it was. I just people are calling it the most like terrifying movie of its time. I'm my, like, I'm like honestly, have you people never watched another horror movie like ever? So I I actually I, hey, so I saw that movie at Fangor's Weekend of Horrors. Before it ever came out to theme, we went with my friend Devin. Uh, shout out, Devin. shout out to Devin. What's up, Devin? Um, uh, we had heard about it like that weekend when the, even the directors were there. But there was before the whole like you know, I think they had their website was active. But like, yeah. anyways, I didn't know really too much about it. I went and saw it in the theater, and I walked out, and I was like a mind fuck. Part of it was because the fucking everybody in the thing was getting dizzy from the camera <laughs> movement. But I was, like, really creeped out. I was like, wow, that was really... But again, it wasn't... It's like a Kramer was holding the camera. Yeah, it's just like you don't... There was no, like... Exactly. Um, but there was no, like... Uh, There's no, like, hype behind it yet. I think if I sat through the hype before I saw it, that might have definitely affected my view of it. But because I saw it in this... Con- I think the... Ultimately, I think what... The hype did a disservice to everything but the filmmaker's pocketbooks. Because that should have been a movie that just went to fucking the video rental, so that when you rented it, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, it, it would fuck yeah. you up more. Yeah, I mean, but the hype machine kind of killed it. But anyways, yeah. maybe that's that's what it was. Most I just, successful I, movie ever made. So. I was 12 when I saw it, and and I think it was very impressionable at that yeah. time. And I really thought it was a real. And movie I still too. think the acting is good. I mean, people like. Oh yeah, I didn't think the acting. I didn't think the acting was bad. You make fun just, of it, but I'm like, it just didn't scare me as much as like it was hyped up to scare. Yeah, and that's the thing is the hype machine behind it. Was but like, I guess if you're not a you're not a horror fan and you're not like you haven't seen other things that are much more terrible you probably would be scared by that I would think but right yeah I just at that time but uh yeah number four. Oh, yes let me do that it's my <laughs> turn um so my number four movie which I think I've talked about in this uh podcast before but I do really love it is As Above So Below um I still there's something about this movie that genuinely fucking freaks me out um, I think there's a specific scene. So again, go over it quickly. This girl is looking for this the philosopher's stone. So she hires this like group of. First off, the movie itself is also based off of a real found footage thing, even though that they say that that footage thing itself is fake. But about this guy who got basically disappeared in the catacombs under France, which the catacombs under France are truly very creepy. Um, but anyways, it's this girl's trying to find the philosopher's stone, so she hires this group local group of like urban explorer kids who've gone down there to, to go with her um and then she crazy shit starts happening basically you think she i mean she basically goes to hell um but it's one of the most effective use of budget um locations um it, it gets really weird like the at one point like like the like they go into this little room, and I, again, the little room is creepy. And then when they exit the room, it's like the same room, but it's been revert, like flipped upside down. It's just fucking crazy and bizarre. The I love the ending. Yeah. People hate the ending. I fucking love the ending. Um, I just love it. I think it's super. I think it's one of the creepiest movies. I think I mentioned this the last time I talked about it. I came out of the theater being like, I really like that, but I don't think I want to tell anybody because I think they'll everybody's going to judge me for liking this movie because I'm sure they all hate it. But come to find out, I know a lot of people who do kind of like it. Uh-huh. It's not a great, it's not, a, I mean, the acting is very, like, low-budget acting. Um, you know, you don't want to start d- d- dissecting the story too much. But I really like it. I think it's really fucking creepy. <clears throat> um, uh, the kid that um, plays the, uh, like, the French bad boy guy, I really think he was really good in it. Um, I don't know, I really liked it. I think it's, like, genuinely still, I've seen it in probably, like, five or six times and I think every time I watch I still get creeped out by it. Nice. Nice. I like that movie too. I, I thought it's also really good use of like 
taking people's fear claustrophobia. Yes. At, to a whole new level. I think we talked about that with like the descent. Um, that sometimes even if the actual movie portions aren't scary, it's just the the idea of being trapped and like not being able to get out and kind of being claustrophobic is also terrifying as well. Um, part of the reason when I went to visit Paris, like I didn't want to go visit the catacombs because I didn't want to fucking be down there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a very creepy movie. Totally agree. Um, I think it's also very underrated as well um, when it comes to like a found footage movie. I, I, don't, I, I think I may have some claustrophobia like when it comes to like, to like going through tunnels or whatever. But I really do want to go to the Paris Catacombs. I think I would go if I went back. But... We'll go together. We'll get okay. headlamps and the whole nice. deal. We'll, we'll record a podcast in there. <laughs> get, get the French audience. Um, so my number four is Grave Encounters. Mm. It's a paranormal. Oh, we've um, talked about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it's it, always that title is always like so like. It yeah. reminds me of a movie from like the seventies. It is, and so I didn't watch this movie for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I kept seeing it pop up, mm-hmm. and it was like in a lot of like the streaming feeds that I had, I'm like, oh, you should watch this movie. It's recommended. It's really good. But I actually thoroughly really liked it. Um, super open ended as well. I know they have a second one, which kind of ties up some of the sense from the first one. I never, I didn't watch the second one. Um, but I did watch it. I think anything, it kind of has a little bit of a wreck vibe um, to it in regards to like how it's filmed and some of the, the lighting and just the visuals, um, which I liked. But I think just overall, uh, it's hard to do, in my opinion, a really good, solid, like paranormal uh, found footage film. Yeah. Like, I think you can either go like way too far to one side and make it a hokey or way too far on the other side and make it like way too artsy and like not. Um, you know what my it. problem with making a fa- I've actually thought about this before. My thing, because I think like film footage would be perfect for like a ghost or a paranormal thing. But then I was like, in this day and age, it would just look like a fucking episode of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And it would like, it would have, it loses all sort of actual impact because we, those shows are all over TV now. So it's like, but before those dumb TV shows, it would have been the perfect medium for it. But yeah, totally agree. I, I like it though. If you ever get a chance to watch it, if you haven't seen it already, it's, I don't think I've seen it. Um, yeah, it, it's worth the watch. Like, I'll, honestly, I'll watch like it. it's a good one of those. Like if you don't really have anything else to watch and you want to see, I think it was fairly well done. I didn't think the acting was terrible. Um, Can it, I ask? Yeah. Did did Rack make your list? It did not. It didn't make my list because I thought you might put it on. I didn't put it on because I thought we had talked about it before. Yeah, we, which we have. That's yeah. one of them. But um, yeah, there were a few ones. And that part of that was part of the reason. I didn't put Blair Witch on my list, um, and I knew you'd probably put Cannibal Holocaust on there as well. Um, so I, I, there, were, there were a few movies as I was thinking about found footage. I was like, you know, I watched these movies and they were good. Like I thought they were actually pretty well done. Um, so I wanted to give them a little bit of cred as well um, for some maybe some unknown found footage films. So that's what I did. Cool. Good deal. Good deal. What's your number three? So my number three is a movie I've come to really love. Um, it's called The Den. Oh, all um, right. Space of Stories. This girl is uh, she gets her um, uh, she gets her um, uh, art. Fu- I'm trying to. Think of, there's a word, and I, I can't believe I'm blanking. But basically, she gets this art project she wants funded, um, which is basically like she's going to do this like social media, this like uh, piece about social media and how we interact. Basically, this chat roulette sort of thing. Where she's basically going to basically film herself all day long using this website called The Den, which is basically like chat roulette and how we act on social media and stuff. And through it, through all these things like these like um, uh, cam sites, she basically ends up witnessing a murder. And uh, it's sort of, she becomes then a target. And even though the premise is so fucking stupid, like when you explain it, how they do it is so well done, and the ending, and I'm not going to ruin the ending for anybody who hasn't seen it because it's I, I don't think I've seen. I think I've seen clips, but I don't think I've seen the whole. It thing. It goes from so. like the scope goes from this, like goes from like you think it's one thing, and then the scope pulls out, and you're like, holy shit! It becomes a much bigger thing than you think it is. Um, it's really fucking scary. Um, you put yourself in the character's shoes, and it's fucking terrifying. The last like ten minutes is just bananas. Um, I really think it should. I can't believe there hasn't been a sequel because the ending is so like, you know. And there's been a lot of some movies like it on front, like some of the other. But I do think this was the first one ever that it was like found footage, but from like a computer screen. There is like some handheld stuff that does, takes place later, but this is all 
found footage <coughs> from literally a computer screen, like a uh, screen cap, like, you know, like a kind of... Um, uh, like facial recognition? Yeah, like, well, like Zoom meeting, um, yeah. oh, that okay. type of thing. Okay. It was just gr- fucking great. You think it's one? You think it's just a simple like girls being stalked by like a serial killer thing, and then it gets way creepier. So um, it's really good. I really like it. I don't know. People might hate it, but I really enjoyed it. I think I again, I watched it on like Amazon Prime or something <coughs> or Netflix with no like, oh, let's put this on, and then I was totally captivated. And like, there's been like unfriended. Um, yeah, those those are all right. I, those are okay, but I think this one is hands and butt like. Leaps and bounds of better. So, so unfriended falls under that category. In that same realm of like yeah. using like a computer screen to like tell the story. Yeah. So that funny enough, that's that's my number two, but not the first unfriended, um, which I did not like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second unfriended, which um, is what is it called? Dark, it's called Dark Web. Dark Web. Yeah, um, and that's I liked it best. Yeah. I, I actually liked them. Friended enough, but I thought Dark Web... And Dark Web is way more similar to this movie. Yeah, that's what I liked about it. I think part of the other reason I liked it is when this film was released in the theater, it had two endings, um, which I thought was actually really cool because um, it's not very often that a film is released at the same time, and depending on which theater you go to, depends on which ending you get. Oh, shit. And they're they're both very different. I did not know that about um, this, really. Yeah, so so the... There's two, so just kind of quick premise. Unlike the first Unfriended, which is very supernatural, yeah. this one centers around a, a, basically this guy who um, his girlfriend is deaf. He's working on this program to be able to translate because he doesn't sign very well. Um, so he kind of doesn't want to learn to sign, so he actually develops this program to um, basically translate his... Uh, Speech pattern. Speech pattern, like, into, like, sign. So, like, it's, like, he says something and it automatically signs, but different clips of him doing that. Uh, I guess that's a big fight with his girlfriend because she thinks it's lazy. Anyways, long story short, the laptop that he's working on is stolen. So he steals it from the coffee shop he worked at. And on there, there's basically this, like, encrypted file. And there's basically all these kind of, like, snuff films. So as he's going through... Uh, meeting like he has a bunch of friends online that he's talking to all kind of around you know the city or like think far apart so one's overseas um he's pretending like um the messages he's getting about like not turning in the computer and the ransom is all game so he's like i invented this game like we got to play along and do this because he's not supposed to tell his friends but um yeah long story short it's basically kind of a without giving away too much it's kind of a consortium of people and What's cool is basically they're they're betting on his his end, like how it ends. So like if he lives or if he dies, if his girlfriend lives, if she dies, they're all like betting and wagering on it, like what end. So it's kind of funny. The the endings determine what happens to them. So like there is one circumstance where like he gets voted to death, and he gets like his girlfriend dies. And then he gets run over by a truck, yeah. basically riding on his bike. Like, it's plowed by a truck. I saw. Yeah. The other ending is the girlfriend lives, but he gets buried alive. Oh, shit. And she is in the, she's in the area where he's buried alive, but she can't hear because she's deaf. Oh, So there's no way. Damn, that's uh, crazy. So, yeah. That, so that's him. So she lives, but he dies. So um, I actually ended up seeing twice. There's just to find out which ending. So before I even bought my ticket, I'd be like, do you know what ending? Do you know what the ending is like to this movie? Like what? And I'm like, there's two endings. Like, do you know which one they show? Um, so I found two in the area that actually played both of the endings. I That's saw awesome. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really well done for like. And to your point, it's kind of the in front of the screen. You kind of think it's one thing, but it ends up being something much bigger yeah. than. Um, but I'm really excited to check out the den because I, yeah. I did. I did like this one. Not that I hated the first one, but I, I just like. I think uh, this was a little more adult. Yeah, it was a little more. And to, to your point, the dark web um, yeah. is a reality. Yeah. The other one was kind of more like supernatural. And I love like, like, all that stuff they did with the mythology of it. Like um, when the um, the the that like deep web uh, chat room. Oh yeah. And the whole like the like this river sticks. The river sticks. And, like, and I just was like, oh, yeah. this is creepy. I like it. It's all like yeah, the, the pixelated it, it, like. But it's so it's exactly what you think of it when you think of the dark web. Yeah. Uh, creepy as fuck. Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. What's your number two, dude? That's a good um, movie. My number two is The Taking of Deborah Logan. Oh, that was almost made my list. Dude, I, I think it's probably the most underrated movie. What was it? 2020, 2015, 2016, whatever. I was just looking this up the other day. Anyways, it was probably the most, under, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's becoming, I think 
I was starting to hear about it more, but at the time, I think nobody gave a shit. Um, but it's a great movie. Um, essentially a possession film, but, you know, they tie in this whole, like, satanic killer demon thing, and um, and you see it from an old lady's point of view, and you just and you think it's an all... And let me say, as somebody who's currently living with... Uh, and my mother, who's dealing with some mental health issues, is oh, she, you know, she has can't personal on this thing but yeah my mom has some has, has cancer part of the thing that she's going through is like she has no kind of almost it's almost like alzheimer's so watching it from that point of view of like you see oh it's this old lady and she has alzheimer's you think she's just losing her mind nope um and there's this whole but this whole like snake really creepy snake kind of motif that's happening through it um in fact re-watching i didn't even notice that this whole thing where she's basically physically becoming a snake i don't know how i missed it the first time i watched it we're like, it's like one of the creepiest scenes ever. And then, yeah, and then movie. probably the single greatest found footage shot in, like, when she basically unhinges her jaw. Like, fucking it, creepy. It's so creepy. And it's like, so, did not see that coming until I, until I saw it. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And the lady who plays Deborah, the older lady, who she's not a known actress, but she's so fucking good in this movie. Oh, yeah. She's so believable. Um, she's so creepy. Um, you know, like, it's it's one of those movies where, like, I feel like I could recommend this to even fans that aren't necessarily big horror fans, and they'd probably like it, just because of, uh, it's paced well, it goes, like, you know, kind of unexpected places, it, it keeps you interested enough, but that, I mean, everybody knows it for that one shot when she basically, and just the way it's filmed, with that, like, the camera light, and then you peer, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic movie. Totally good pick. That is, that is creepy. Um. Yeah, I, I almost added to my list, but I hadn't seen it in a while. And the only thing I could remember of it was the uh, this unhinging of the jaw, yeah. which was creepy. But I was the whole like, like backstory is really actually pretty creepy. And like I said, like as she slowly like she's like this like her back has got this like it's it just well, rewatch yeah. is a good, yeah, it's good <laughs> stuff. I will. I've got a lot of stuff to watch now. Um, so my number two is uh, Willow Creek. Oh, I love Willow Creek. Yeah, great movie, right, yeah, dude? And. Written and directed by Bobcat Goldplay. One of my heroes. Um, One of my literal heroes. Yep. Such an awesome dude. Um, and just overall, I mean, he's just a really whip-smart writer, too. Um, I love it. Know, and he's a great, great, yeah. unbelievable, great director, great writer. And again, yeah. took a fucking Sasquatch movie. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's what I love about it. It's literally a fucking Bigfoot movie, like, just drenched in horror. Yep. And usually, you know, it's like you always think of like Biffy the Harry and Hendersons and all that shit, or like yeah. which is great, some, which is great too. But <laughs> he turns into like an actual yeah scary it, yeah. It just it's it's terrifying, and it, it, he does such a great job with this movie. Um, and just the way this film, I like the actors. Yeah. Like so the same. Um, just I mean, people looking for Bigfoot. That happens all the time. You know, people go out. I'm going like, squatching. Yeah, I mean, who does it? I mean, why not catch some, catch some squash? You know, my my twin brother. I love that term. My yeah. twin brother lives in Oregon, and in fact, there's actually the there's actually the Sasquatch Cafe, like right between Oregon and port, the border of Oregon and Washington, and it's literally Bigfoot themed '50s diner that nice. you have to see to believe. But yeah, I've gone out and squatching, dude. Like, yeah. It's great. I mean, who wouldn't want to find Bigfoot? But like, this is but this happens. is like this you don't want to find this like, Bigfoot. You don't want to find this Bigfoot. Like people think they want to find Bigfoot, just like they want to find Loch Ness. But like, I, I think people would not want to find them. Yeah, if they found them, absolutely, they be fucking dead. Uh, Good time though. Yeah. Great movie. I'm glad you liked that movie because I yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. It's one of my personal found footage favorites. Yeah. Well, just a quick side swerve. My favorite Bobcat movie is uh, God Bless America. Amazing. Directed it. I don't know if I know that. Where the uh, the the little girl and the teacher, I think it was a teacher. Uh, is the one he's got cancer? Yeah, they all in a murder fest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Bill Murray's brother, Joel Murray. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so good. Is that what it's called? Yeah. God bless America. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, he's terminally ill. Yeah. And he just takes her on the road. That's right. Um, with her. Good one. Shakes, yeah, I mean, shakes the clown. Shakes the clown. <laughs> that's a great movie, too. Um, What's your number one, dude? So my number one is Creep. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I like this movie for multiple reasons. Number one, I mean, the how it was made is interesting. It's literally only two. It was Mark Duplass and then the director. It was basically ninety five percent of it was ad lib. Oh, um, wow. The, the the movie really honestly the what makes this movie work the for the most reason is one Mark Duplass is just a, is a great actor and he brings a lot to the role 
And two, it's because of Mark Duplass's Nate. Like he's normally such a jovial, kind of like nice, nice guy. intellectual guy. He always plays like this type, this like kind of like indie film archetype, where like the kind of like everyman nice guy. So for him to take that role, and he gives you that at the beginning, this like kind of sweet, weird guy, and then start to really start to unravel that as it goes on is extra creepy. Um, yeah, it is super creepy. That what I really liked about it too is that there's only it's only two people, only two people, yep. and they're both the the writer, both the writers. Yeah, the writer. Um, they both wrote it, and then was it Patrick Van Kais or something? Uh, Van Patrick Dyke? Patrick Bryce, yeah, Bryce or whatever. Yeah, um, he, he was the director. It was just them two, and they basically had like because I guess what they were doing is like they would film it and then show it to their friends, and their friends would be like, "Oh, you should do this with it," and then they would go the next day and they'd start to. Wow. So it was a lot of it was just like kind of coming up with the story. Um, but you know, like it's become like with like Peach Fuzz that Matt that like crazy ass you know, werewolf mask. It's <laughs> um, it, great. It's become like I have but okay full but full disclosure. I've not seen Creep Two because I'm so afraid it's gonna fuck up. Yeah, because I really like the first one. I like the ending. I know some people don't like the ending. Um, I like the ending. Of, I love the ending. Yeah, the I love the one. ending. Some people don't like. I will it. say that I, I did watch Creep Two because mm-hmm. I really liked Creep One. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. I really do. I think the biggest difference between Creep 1 and Creep 2 mm-hmm. is that Creep 2, he actively says, hey, I'm a serial killer. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, basically, like, him coming out of the closet, in a sense, as a serial killer. Mm-hmm. He gets a videographer who wants to, like, film him for the day, not thinking that he's a true serial killer. Um, and finds out the very hard way that he, he very much is a true serial killer. I just realized something. What? Is, uh, um... It's supposed to be a trilogy. I think I think I read that. Yeah. Um, is it Unmasked the Rise of Leslie Vernon? What was and is that not the type? No, no, Unmasked where you like uh, is this the up and coming serial. Yeah, game? basically, yeah. Is yeah. that also a fun? Would that you consider that found footage? Yeah, I would. The other one that I was going to put on my list, but I, I, again, that I had great. to see why was uh, Man Bites Dog. Low, but see, I don't know if I call that horror. Well, that's truly horrifying. Well, I mean, it is more like a hitman style. Yeah, but that, um, great movie though. Yeah, one, great. Yeah, movie. one of my personal favorites. super disturbing. The yeah. whole like, even the, the whole like, they, uh, dude. Have you ever seen it? No. French movie from the nineties. Oh, so good. It's, man bites dog. Man bites yeah, dog. It's, basically, it's, guy filming a hitman. Um, there was a time yeah. when it was considered like the new Clockwork Orange as far as like one of the most fucked up movies ever. Because it's like, it's, everything that's happening is fucked up but he, the character's charismatic and like the, like the filmmakers sort of, we'll just say become involved in his activities and stuff but it's also funny but yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy. The movie's in bananas. That's a good one too. So my number one uh, is called The Bay. Oh, I like The Bay. I like The Bay. I need to rewatch it though because I was kind of half awake when I watched it. It was good. I, I like Eddie. It was super hyped when I when I see. I I didn't know anything about it when I watched it. Just said it was uh, it was very parasitic oriented. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think any type you anytime you have like a movie that's like parasitic based is always kind of creepy. I agree. Anyways, because you never know when you have a parasite. Yeah. yeah. Or you eat some bad sushi and next thing you get a tapeworm. Um, tapeworms always creep me out yeah. too. Um, just they come out of your mouth or your butt. Did oh, I ever see. tell you that rotten.com story? No. I'll save that for after we record. Nice. All right. Um, but anyways, yeah, it, basically this, this uh, you know, found footage, is it's a lot of newscasts um, trying to explain what is going on with this town, but, like, everybody's inflicted. I don't give away too much, but just know that it is a parasitic story. There are things growing in people. Yeah. Everybody's getting sick. Like, you know, people are getting infected. Um it's just really creepy, honestly. Like I think just that's the element that creeped me out the most. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that the found footage like amazing or the acting was like, was great. It's a but cover. just the concept alone, I thought it was well done, and I hadn't seen anything like that from a found footage. I think it does suffer though from um, the worst fucking poster art. Slash, <laughs> like yeah. it does not help. So it's just like no, it doesn't sell the movie. It it, it yeah it does it doesn't like it kind of is like if you want to give away what it is. Like you'll, you'll you'll watch this movie. Like you'll look at the poster and you'll be like, "Oh, I get it." Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't actually pay that much close attention to the poster when I watched it. So, um, which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of it kind of left me guessing. But um, overall, I thought it was a good movie. I think there's a lot of really good foul footage movies out there. I think that's yeah, just there, there are why I want to talk about it. But I think there's also a lot of shit. Found. When I was like going through my list, I was trying to choose ones that like all either like did something that they hadn't done before. Um, uh, like or had like so like like I said with like as above so below, 
uh, uh, it was inspired by a, a YouTube video of a dude getting it. Like, it was found footage based off because some there was actually a real found footage. Literally, the story goes, somebody found it was, I mean, they, nobody's ever proven this, and there's some people have kind of debunked it, but there's a video on YouTube of this guy being lost in the Paris catacombs. Eventually, like, it's like, an, like they cut down the thing, but it was like hours of footage where, and then, like, he starts, so you can't hear him, he's talking to himself, and all of a sudden, he, and he's starting to become more erratic. And at one point, he just, like, starts running through the catacombs, and then he drops his, the camera, and you can hear him running off, and then he's never heard from him again. And apparently, somebody went into the cave and found that VHS. So it was literally a found footage, and you can see it on YouTube. But then people said, well, that seems like it's staged and all the shit. But anyway, so it was, like, that kind of thing. I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's so cool, cool concept. Yeah. What about um, Cloverfield? I love Cloverfield. I almost put it on there, but it's... Yeah. I almost would put its own thing. Yeah, I, I it's almost too because it's big horror. Because yeah. it's horror. It's definitely a horror. Ho- ho- like it, it, it's, it is. It's a sci-fi it, horror movie. Like if you, look, yeah, sci-fi horror. But I think it, it to me it leans more to the sci-fi than the horror. Yeah, especially as you get into like, it, the, the scope is paradox. so big. Yeah, but that movie yeah. actually creeped me out. I loved it. The yeah. giant like, which is also really smart. Like the the creatures that like the little like parasites that live off of the. Uh, <sighs> The, the thing, like, the subway. Oh, yeah. it's so creepy. I was, gonna ask I, you about, that movie I was gonna ask you about one. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not found footage, but I, I mean, it's part of found, found footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight millimeter. I mean, it's definitely not found footage. The concept has got found, found footage, footage, but yeah. that's when I've said this before. I, I, I just rewatched that uh, like a couple weeks ago. <sighs> I love that movie. There's a sequel which I've never seen, but I've heard it's awful. It. I don't want to see dude, it. But dude, you got, yeah, you got. Nick Cage. Nick Cage and, and, Wa- and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. And like Playing California. Store. Yeah. Dude, I love, I love that movie. Yeah. I think it's the last good... Uh, um, uh, Nick Cage? No, no. Um, uh, Joaquin? No, no. Uh, the director of Lost oh. Boys and then the terrible Batman movie. Joel Schumacher? Thank you. It was the last great Joel Schumacher movie. Oh. Yeah. It, was, it was creepy, though. Yeah, I was great. Say that. I love that movie. I saw that kid and it fucked me up. I've yeah. never rooted for somebody's... Dude, dude, I loved it when he killed uh, uh, James, James Gandolfini. Yeah, he's like he calls her. And he says, "I need yeah, your, I need your me, permission." Tell me how much you loved her. <laughs> and Gandolfini's like, "What do you think you're dying about?" Oh, that's <laughs> that was the best. Yeah. But then that was my intro to Aphex Twin. That's a good soundtrack. Is great. Yeah. That sequence is that sequence oh, is so unnerving because of the music. Yeah, uh, Aphex Twin. Uh, uh, I think Avex have, have scarier music videos than most horror movies. Oh, Robert, just watch Robert Johnny. Yeah, I mean, oh, that yeah. one's it's got it's got Peter uh, Stanimore in it as well. What? Peter Peter Stanimore. You would you would know this? No, guy. I know Peter, but yeah. from, he's an eight millimeter. Yeah, he plays the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, and he's always right. he always plays like a creepy underbelly guy. I mean, that's it might, one of the better depictions of the devil. Also, yeah, I love have. it. Oh, and Constantine. Great movie. He's oh, so man. dope. Yeah. Constantine's amazing. He's, he's, With all that tar. Oh, dude. Yeah, gotta talk about that movie. Tarfoot. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, man, that was a good combo. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, yeah. But uh, I was yeah. Put bow on this. Bow on this bad you know, you got. Um, um, thank you so much, uh, James, for the uh, the you know not, not too many dicks, but a good amount of dicks in this in yeah, this episode. I tried not to. They did count. Well, man, the dicks are going to come look, up organically. I don't choose the dicks. That's good. Dicks look, I, me. I, I said from the. <laughs> look, I said from the very beginning. That, <laughs> I that, love it. That we're we're all about. Being, making all things fair and equal, and if I have a boob count, we gotta have I a feel like I'm James James's dick counter. Um, yeah, you know, when we really like a movie, we're just gonna say we gave it all 13 inches. Oh so. my god! Yeah. Uh, and Derek, too, thank you so much for being uh, very uh, uh, very on top of, of these past uh, few podcasts. Really appreciate it. Been really busy. Just wanted to give you a public shout out. Oh. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, uh, but it. yeah, anytime. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, James, uh, for always being knowledgeable. Uh, you are the man. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, that being said, uh, this has been the Texas Podcast Massacre. Thank you very much for following us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next time, guys. Any- yeah. See you in 20, uh, 2020. See you. see you in the next decade. And the <laughs> next decade. Oh, yeah. No fucking flying cars yet. <laughs>